Hey everyone, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to send a shout out to my two youngest boys. It is their birthday this week. Um, to my my boys, my two youngest, Daddy loves you so much. Um, thank you, boys, for for you know. I know you're young, but supporting me through all of this and without you, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have. Uh, a desire to do much of anything, let alone anything that I love. So thank you, boys. I love you. Um, enjoy your birthdays. And now, enjoy the show. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trap, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, so. Country music and fine moonshine. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thank you all so much for being here. It is my absolute pleasure to have Mr. Ray Fulcher joining us on the show today. This is an episode that I have dreamt about. I have wanted i have desired i have thought about now we've gone to a creepy place but it's true it's true i have wanted to sit down and talk to ray fulcher for god since we started thinking about doing episodes um honestly i'm not gonna lie to you i thought i was in a place early on in the beginning where i could have ray fulcher on and i was not i was not there um i've recently gone back to listen to some of those episodes i'm so glad ray wasn't on that early because god damn that would have sucked um but ray is here with us today um a huge thank you to his team kevin um off the rails everybody that made this work thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart for doing this and getting this going and for everybody that's ever said you know what you need to look at ray fulcher at the beginning of this show when i when i asked about him or asked about artists to be on everybody said ray fulcher there was god every everybody i really i'm not exaggerating everybody i asked said ray fulcher and here he is i can't i can't honestly believe it but we're gonna talk about a lot of things in the time that we have with ray so i'm not gonna we're not gonna get crazy here um i'm gonna just jump right into it so um without further ado here is our conversation with the very sweet, very talented um, friend of the show, Mr. Ray Fulcher. We want to give a big thank you to our friends over at Off the Rails here in Worcester, Massachusetts. You can find them at offtherailsworcester.com. They have a great restaurant, a great music venue. They have everything you would want to feel like in Nashville right here in Central Mass. If you're ever in the area, check out the restaurant, check out the music venue. Again, offtherailsworcester.com, 90 Commercial Street, Worcester. Check them out. All right. Ray Fulcher. Yes, sir. Finally. Finally. It's been, uh, it's been a while. Long it's, time in the making, right? It's been a long time. So yeah. I'm going to tell you a quick little story. I know we've talked about this through Instagram. 
um, when I first started this show, yeah, I had put it out there and I was like, you know, give me some artists I should be listening to. Mm-hmm. And you kept coming up like over and over and over. Again. Oh man. And like, I'd heard some of your stuff and yeah. you know, at the time, you know, I wasn't into country music the way I am. And everybody was like, Ray Fulcher, Ray Fulcher, Ray Fulcher. That's awesome. And I was like, well, let, let's, let's give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, if everybody's talking about it, it must be good. And it's not good. It's great. Thanks, man. Thank you, you know, it's I've become a huge fan of yours. So this Thank is you. like a you know I'm trying not to like yeah. <laughs> fanboy, but well, I remember when we when we first got to hang out, you had some really kind words, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's it's one of those things. I've seen, this will be time number three now that I've yeah. seen you, and um, you know I can't you know in the last year alone of me following you and what you're doing, like you're it's you're killing. Thank you, man. Trying trying to keep the ball rolling. Yeah, you know, um, trying to write better songs and and just you know keep it in an upward trajectory yeah which is, no um sorry go ahead no i mean which uh isn't always easy but yeah. you know i think it's part part of the journey right so. yeah absolutely no in the last year you've mm-hmm. done a lot of shit in the last year yeah how much is it a surprise to you um let's see in the last so we were on tour with luke yeah um i mean playing madison square garden i would say that's a, you know yeah yeah if, that's... if you asked me two years ago like you know what I've been doing, you know, with the or three years ago or whatever, um, playing Madison Square Garden. That that's probably been a surprise. Yeah. Um, you know, just getting to play the places that I've gotten to play just with my music. You know, yeah. not opening for people too, which is, um, you know, I mean, even up here tonight, up here in Worcester, you know, playing my own show. It's yeah. like that's a long way from Harlem, Georgia, where yeah. I started. You know, and so um, I don't ever think that I ever get surprised by a lot it's just very i just try to be thankful right. like and, and i don't mean that like surprised in a in an arrogant way it's just like or a cocky way at all it's just man i know how hard i've worked yeah and and over time um you know you just hope you hope for those things right. so it's 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 a uh, less surprised a lot of times and more like man this is pretty awesome this, right this is happening so yeah yeah i mean your hard work and everything is obviously paying off um and it's great it's really great to see Thanks, man. Now, when you played the Opry the first time, how much of that was a shock? Um, so playing the Opry, all right, so that would probably fall in that surprise category. <laughs> phone call, you know? Yeah. Man, just because you hope for it, but you just, you never know when it's coming. And But I will say that not the first night I played the Opry is the most nervous I've ever been like in my that. whole life. And I, it's, it's no different, right? It's a stage, it's a microphone, it's a guitar, but what that place represents and the people who have stood in that circle yeah. and me like since the day I picked up a guitar that's been the pinnacle for me right. and so that moment where you go oh man it's here don't mess it up you know yeah. what I mean like um, I mean I remember literally that's as close I've ever got to blacking out yeah. you know, I mean it really <laughs> yeah. is Yeah. and uh, so you know but it was that moment with me getting to sell or play selling cars um, that night just me and a guitar was, uh, I mean, that's top three moments of my career for sure. Yeah, I bet. I mean, it'd be hard for me to top that moment for me specifically. Yeah. Um, playing that song there at the Opry the first time, got a standing ovation. I mean, it was, and honestly, I don't remember a lot of it. I'm telling you, because yeah, I was I, just I so bet. nervous. You know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we got through it, and, and, and it went great. So That's awesome. Now, who calls you for that? Um, my, well, my manager called me. Oh, but, did he? Yeah, they kind of, different, different people do it different ways, but my manager... He just called me and was like, so what are you doing such and such date? You know, yeah. and so, yeah. That's cool. how we did it. That's cool. Now, you know, we, 
you know, this show is a lot about you, right? Not necessarily about the music, but I mean, obviously we talk about it. But, um, you know, your your latest album that just has come out, um, every song on there could be a hit or okay. should be a hit, right. you know, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. How do you pick those songs? How did you pick those Gosh, songs? I mean, it's hard because you have all these songs and you have a big, you know, um, list of songs and yeah. you got, and it's tough trying to pick what songs go with and honestly we just pick from our gut you know just going and also too if you had this one song not having one that's kind of in the same lane or that says the same kind of stuff or whatever and and really just by the end of it making sure at least I wanted to make sure that that package of songs really represented me really well especially as like a first chapter right sure yeah now out of the songs that you know you've written for yourself or for other people or whatnot like how do you how do you determine you know what's going to go to Luke or what's right. going to be a Ray Fulcher song? Well, a lot of times, I mean, especially Luke specifically. If we're if I'm writing with Luke, yeah, we know. I mean, it's understood that I mean that guy's the biggest guy in the format, so right, we're writing for Luke. Right. You know, there's been a couple of those things that I've recorded that just like ended up not being something for him, or or it wound up just fitting me better. Yeah. Um, but usually, if I'm writing with Luke, I mean, it's for Luke, and a lot of times I'm not writing with him, or I'm writing with another artist. If they're kind of a bigger artist. We're writing for them, right. you know. But right, for right. me, I like to pick my songs. Kind of, there's so many other rights that I have, and and guys, my, my kind of go-to guys too. Um, that a lot of times I don't necessarily sit down, necessarily sit down and write for me. Yeah, we just try to write the best songs, and I kind of figure out after like All right. which ones, which ones really like kind of uh, fit me the best. Gotcha. So. Mm-hmm. You know, because my so my oldest, he's 12, and he loves girl in it. Yeah, like loves. Yeah, I, we, we put it on. He, you know, screams it out loud. Um, so, like a song like that, right? Would you have pitched that to anybody else first, or did you try to pitch it to anybody else, or any of See, your that songs? One, really, that's one of the few that I knew. Halfway through it, I was like, I want this song. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we never did pitch it because I just knew immediately. Yeah. Sometimes we'll pitch it around, some things around, and it doesn't get um, picked up, but. A lot of, you know what I mean? Like, I'll have a pretty good idea at the end of a song, but sometimes I'll go, all right, let's give it a shot. Let's see if somebody else wants it or whatever. Right. But there's few, there's those few that I'm like, no, I don't even want to get it, have to take a chance. Right. Yeah. I, I don't blame it. Yeah. I totally get it. Now, you know, you're doing all this stuff. You're, you're out there doing your thing. Is there a different sort of pressure to that than, you know, prior to this and, you know, you know, you're writing for Luke, and then he shoots up, mm-hmm. and then you know, is there is there a pressure? Because you know, if you're in the industry, everybody knows. Well, Ray Fulcher writes sure. songs for Luke sure. Combs. You know, yeah, um, not really a pressure. I mean, I uh, because for me, I mean, I'm just getting to do what I love. I'm getting a chance to do what I love. You know, and and so there's definitely not a pressure that I feel from anybody else. Now right. I put pressure on myself sure. for sure. Sure. Um, uh, but I don't I don't feel like an outside pressure no. just because. Um, you know, I feel like there's so much left to do, but I mean, it's not like I have, uh, at least I don't feel like I have anything to prove to yeah. anybody. You know, um, I, I feel like hopefully my, my songs, the ones that have been cut or uncut speak for themselves. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's, I definitely put pressure on myself just because yeah. I'm, uh, I'm always competing with myself and always wanting to, uh, push the ball down the field and wanting to, you know, accomplish things. But also the biggest thing is, um, hopefully getting a platform big enough to where the, these songs that I believe in are able to touch people. Right. So. 
Right. Nice. Yeah. So for, you know, you've been, you know, doing your solo stuff and touring by yourself. What do you got planned for the rest of this year and into next year? Yeah. So, uh, that you can of, talk about. Yeah, 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 sure. So the rest of this year, I mean, we're just touring yeah. I mean, every weekend, I think, until middle of December. Uh, as far as new music, we're not sure yet because, I mean, we still got this album, still got a lot of meat on the bone. Right. And I feel like still so many ears that haven't heard it. Um, and next year, you know, we're still, we don't have a ton as far as setting stones. Yeah. You know, we have some shows here and there that we already have booked that we haven't announced yet. But yeah, really just trying to um, close out this year strong. Right. And while we're doing that, kind of figure out what next year looks like. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, one new mu- for for your music. Yeah. How much do you have written and that could go out if you said, "Hey, skirt, I want to put out an album tomorrow." Could you? Yeah, I could. Yeah. Yeah, man, I have enough. Of, I have enough songs that I feel great about. Yeah. That I could for sure. Um, you're always trying to outwrite them songs and stuff. But yeah. if I had to put out, an, if I had to go to the studio tomorrow and go, say we're recording 15 songs tomorrow. Yeah. I would feel. I would feel okay with the stuff that we. Yeah. I would feel good about what we already have. Yeah. So. Yeah. So how much of a difference has it been from your, you know, day one moving to Nashville to yeah. here we are today? Um, you know what? It's it's funny. It's like the more things have changed, the more they stay the same, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like sure. Uh, you know, because of the the success with Luke and and other people cut my songs, um, I don't have to wonder. You know, if I'm going to be able to make rent this month and stuff right. anymore, <laughs> which, is, which is great. Um, you know, but in a lot of ways, it's still, you know, I'm just grinding on the weekends and writing during the week. And, sure. Um, the stuff around that may look a little different, but man, it, it looks my week to week. Um, it looks very much the same, um, except, you know, I get, I just get paid for what I'm doing now. I mean, right. I was doing that before, maybe just right. break it even, you know, and <laughs> playing on the weekends and, and anywhere that let me play and writing during the week when I didn't have a publishing deal. Yeah. The only thing, it's just official now, right? Yeah. And I get to, sure. you know, do it for a living. So, uh, it, my mindset really hasn't changed at all. Right. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I right? just kind of, kind of keeping, keep doing what got me here is what I is what I try to do yeah so. you know as a fan you know I see myself as a fan first right um, you know everybody talks about you and your relationship with Luke and all that and, I'm, and that's great you know but you know songs that have been cut by other artists mm-hmm. who are some of them for the people that don't know yeah um, you know that are that are names that yeah, you yeah. Might, hey that's all uh, that brown band yeah um, Riley Green uh, Tennille Arts yeah uh, Elvie Shane um, Cameron Marlowe, uh, let's see, Ashlyn Craft. I mean, there's there's several, that, and I'm very thankful for all of them. Um, and I know I, I missed some there, so I apologize if they're listening. But uh, I, uh, I, I hope all of those have, names are listening. And there's a few other big artists that, that have cut songs, yeah. um, too, that I can't name yet. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm excited about that stuff yeah. coming out, too. So, uh, but yeah, you know, th- those are some of the names. Yeah. Now, in your, so for what you're doing, now, do you have, you know, for those artists, you know, at this point, could you just, you know, could you just shoot Zach Brown a text and be like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have that. That's yeah. that's going to be pretty, pretty neat. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because, you know, I know I, I have some numbers on my phone from right. doing this of, of people and it's like, <laughs> you know, you, you yeah, kind of giggle like, to yourself. Like, when oh, you, you know, usually when you write a song with somebody, there's that bond created and, and uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not texting them all the time or whatever. Sure. Definitely. If I just have a question or I right. want to say something to him, I just shoot him over a text. Yeah. 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 No big deal. Now we have 
we have a big fandom of Drew Parker mm-hmm. and everything. You know, we're, we're really good friends with Greg Allen and his drummer and, and all that. And uh, they've invited us to shows and stuff, which we're, we're super thankful for. So what's... You know, I know he's done stuff with Luke, and yep. you guys have all done stuff together. Like, so what's that relationship with you guys? Because you guys are on like the same. Oh path. yeah, Drew and I are great friends. Yeah, yeah. Last year we went to see the Braves win the World Series. That's together awesome. And, yeah. Um, you know, and we came, we moved to town about five six months apart. Yeah. Um, and Drew and I have been real close ever since. I mean, we we talk a good bit. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we've done so much stuff outside of music together. Yeah. And just uh, in a lot of ways, you know, we're both from Georgia. We cut from the same cloth, and. Um, he, uh, I love his wife, his little baby. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, Drew's a great guy, and we, I just talked to him. Um, we're in a group text, so we were just talking earlier. Yeah. And I think I, I texted him yesterday, I think. So we talk all the time, yeah. yeah. Now, did you guys know each other before moving to Nashville? No. No, um, no he moved up, and then, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, Drew, I think that he, I think that I was his very first co-write in Nashville. Oh, nice. I'm pretty, pretty sure about that. Yeah. So, he kind of came before he even moved. I think it was like right before he moved, and yeah. uh, we, uh, yeah, we wrote um, right there in the little, it was like little basement room of the, the house I was living at the time. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, for what you have planned, is it similar to what you're doing now, or is it one of those things where like everything you work at obviously gets bigger and bigger over mm-hmm. time? Like your plan for this time next year obviously has to be bigger than what you're doing right now. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, for this time next year, I would love to have a song with some, uh, you know, that, that's really caught legs at radio. Yeah. I'd love that. Um, you know, bigger than that, I just just want to keep yeah. spreading the word. And what, what I mean by that is just with, with the music and, and more ears and hopefully impacting enough people to where we're doing, where where a lot of our shows are our own shows yeah. this time next year. And, and we're doing a lot of our own now, but you know where um, maybe we're playing across the street. You know yeah. this time next year, or you know spring of twenty four. That, that's kind of just to keep it right to keep it going, right? It, the kind of the graduation process. Yeah. So um, that's that's what we have in mind. Yeah. So now you know thinking about that and your your growth and you know everybody's growth really right now in the in the industry that follows it. Um, and this might come off crass, but what the hell is in the water in Georgia? Because, yeah. you know, you, Drew, Jason Aldean, you know, you get all these people are yeah. just, you know, it seems like Georgia has been the place for, you know, country music artists and writers for the, like the last five, six, ten years. With keeping that Central Mass vibe going, we have to thank our friends over at the DCU Center. Again, here in Worcester, dcucenter.com. They are the premier venue here in central Massachusetts. They are a mid-size arena. They're the home of the Worcester Railers, the Massachusetts Pirates. Numerous concerts, numerous events. Check them out, dcucenter.com. They are at 50 Foster Street right here in Worcester. Cheers. So I think I would be totally remiss if I didn't mention our friends over at 10thwhiskey.com. That's 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. They're out of Vail, Colorado. Great, great friends of ours. We, um, we don't like bourbon here at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast, and they make the absolute best bourbon I've ever tasted in my entire life. And I'm not saying that because they've been great to us. They have the best bourbon, the best rye I've ever tasted in my entire life. So check them out. 10thwhiskey.com. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. Cheers.
Yeah, I don't know. It, it kind of started with, you know, there's, it was Alan Jackson, and then after that it was Luke Bryan, Jason yeah. Aldean, Zach Brown. They had that, I mean, that string of years. Cole Swindell had right. a string of years where, I mean, Red Akins. Um, and then all the peach pickers, Dallas Davidson, Red Akins, and uh, Ben Hayslip. And I don't know, you know, it's. I think it just has something to do with um, there's just a certain culture yeah. down there. And uh, that just like... I don't know. We, we kind of live the stuff that we that we sing about um, and write about, but also uh, I, I don't know how or why that so many have come up from Georgia. Just man, it's kind of this un thing you can't quite put your finger on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just yeah. this 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 thing about guys from down there um, that not only live the stuff but have this desire and ability to kind of want to put that into into words and put that in song yeah um i don't know why that's so prevalent in yeah Georgia, it's it weird because you know you talk people you know in nash in country music you talk about the biggest real sound you talk about the red dirt sound right. you talk about the nashville sound but it's like really like all georgia is like where it's just coming from yeah there's a lot of a lot of us and you know what's crazy is everybody all those people that i listed all have a different sound right than each other it's yeah. not like one thing you right know? they really um, <laughs> they really do yeah so it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So for you growing up, and I, oh God, I hate, I hate doing this. Mm -hmm. But were you always playing music? No. So I loved country music. Bro. I mean, I loved. I, I remember my very first favorite song was "Oceanfront Property." Yeah. That I heard when I was just a little kid, and then I fell in love with country music and all kinds of music. But yeah. I didn't pick up guitar till I was nineteen. Wow. I went and saw my first Eric Church concert. Yeah. In Athens. Yeah. And, uh, I remember that just being a light bulb moment for me going like home. I mean, just such a good show. Yeah. And his, um, uh, it just, he, he played the song Lightning, and I remember just going, I had never heard anything like that. Yeah. And I just had to, I had to go do it. You yeah. Know, and I had to fit, I, and I bought a guitar, and, you know, and at the time it wasn't like I was like, I'm going to do this for a living. I was just was like, I've got to like, right. get, I'm, I'm into this. You yeah. Know? So, um, the next thing you know, it's, uh, start playing shows a year later you know just doing cover stuff and then trying to write songs and then eventually moving to Nashville it just kind of built on yeah. itself but I uh, know it, yeah, it was not until I was in college wow that's crazy <laughs> you know it's it's funny you, you talk because I've heard you talk about the Eric Church thing before and um, you know up until about five six six seven years ago I hated country music yeah like hated it yeah and I had worked at a venue over in Foxborough where the at Gillette Stadium and Eric used to come through there like twice a year. Yeah. When he was no, when he was really a nobody, and I was working one night, and I had other friends that were there, and they were like, "You got to stay for the show," because they never stayed. Mm -hmm. Like, I just did my job and I left. And I was like, "All right." I was like, "I don't like country music." They're like, "No, trust me." And you know, every time since then, he's been up here. It's like I've, I've had to go. Yeah. Because it just yeah. you're right. You gotta go. Even even when he was you know a nobody. It's, an, it's the an show experience. Was, the it's right, the show was an experience. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, now, is is he on the bucket list of people to work with? Yeah, I mean, so we we have you know what's great is we've got the the dust and me song that we wrote that yeah. he's on, which is unbelievable that we got to do that, and I got to record Battle of Betty's Love, which is a song that he wrote. Yep. Um, but yeah, I would love to actually sit down and write with him, or you know, play a show with him, or whatever. But I think that'll come. When yeah, the times right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because you got the. You know, you got the look, right? Yeah. I, I think everybody on the internet saw your uh, your Eric Church impression oh, for, the, yeah, for the last yeah. day of the loop tour. <laughs> he uh, actually, so I've gotten to hang out with him a couple of times since then. He actually 
called me. He goes, man, do I have that much gray hair? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh. So how, does, how did that come up? How did that whole, you know, thing, you know, because everybody, every, if you don't know, um, you know, typically at the last show of a tour, there's a prank or, yeah. you know, whatever. How did that, was that something you had planned the whole no, tour or was that no, like a so last minute? I knew, I, it was kind of a, it was like the day before and I just, it just hit me. I got to come out does to me and, and, and like, and surprise him. Right. I mean, we got him so good that he thought for the first, he told me afterwards, he's like, the first three seconds when you came up, I thought it was Chief. Like, I thought it was him. And then oh. he like, you could see it on his face where he goes, oh, that's Ray. All right. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was just something I came up with. And, and I, uh, so we, I, th- I remember that day, somebody went to the store and got, uh, like the party city yeah and got some of the uh gray uh, hairspray yeah, yeah and i got an american flag and i already had all the i had like the, the leather the black right. stuff with me already um and uh i got ashley mcbride's uh, glam girl named dana um she did my she did the hair and the beard like oh, got put God, the stuff in the beard awesome and they actually hid me under the stage for about <laughs> When he was on the other side of the stage, they like ran me down, and I had like I didn't have their church stuff on yet. I just had regular clothes, but my hair, my hair was already done. But I just I walked really fast while he was playing those, and they hid me under the stage for three songs, so that that part of does to me comes, and I come up the stairs. I still think Salt Lake City thinks right that, that it was there. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy. how that happened, and then. So I had already bought tickets the next day because kind of for my own end of the year thing, I, I went to uh, Salt Lake City, or sorry, uh, Greenville, South Carolina the next day to watch Eric with some buddies. And because I didn't happen the night before, and uh, I, Luke had texted Eric a picture of, of me. And then Luke told him, hey, he's coming to your show tonight. And Eric Eric knows who, I mean, we've, we've hung out right, one right, other time. Right. But he's like, yeah, tell him to, you know, uh, call, you know, get together with whoever it was his assistant or whatever and come back after the show and so i hung around and went back and got That's to really awesome. spend some time with him and, and uh get to know him even better which is awesome yeah you know it's funny because so the boston show i saw you open for luke mm-hmm. um the second night that you guys were there because you guys were doing two nights eric was playing in new hampshire mm-hmm. and we thought for sure that you know, Eric was going to show up. Yeah. You know, because shit like oh, that yeah. happens all the time. Yeah. And I got to, I got to tell you, we were pretty disappointed when, when, when Eric doesn't come out and, you know, to me, yeah. yeah, it does to me, son. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and it gets yeah. to his part and it's like, oh, oh, oh damn. Yeah. You know, only yeah. because you know the schedule. You, you just know? know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for, for you and, and what you've been able to do, for, forget about the people you've written for or with or um, what are some of the moments in Nashville for people you've met that you're, that you still are like, wow. Who, um, yeah, I mean, the first time I met Eric was at the BMI Awards, yep. uh, back in 2019, I think, which is, that was, that was just cause he's my hero and stuff. Yeah. And I never met him up to that point. Um, I would say meeting Tracy Lawrence, another one of my heroes as yeah. a kid playing, playing a couple of shows with him. And, um, I think I, when I was in college, I went to so many Zach Brown shows and so getting to write with him, yeah. it's pretty surreal yeah. full circle moment for me. Now we're gonna thank our friends on the North Shore, the Porch Southern Fair and Juke Joint, our buddy Jonathan 
Post is the head chef and owner of The Porch. They are at 175 Rivers Edge Drive, right in Medford, Massachusetts. Don't want to miss this place. They have some of the best food in the region. Jonathan has brought his Nashville roots here to New England with the food, with the hospitality, and most of all, the music. Check them out, theporchsouthern.com. Dallas Jackson here with Tips and Music. Artists, are you tired of getting $5 to play Freebird? How are you getting fans to engage with your own music? Venmo and Linktree are just temporary solutions until now. Tips and Music is the one-stop shop for live music to make your life easier and monetize your set list. Tipsy takes Venmo, Apple Pay, Google Pay, and even credit cards all through your unique Tipsy QR code. Best part is no app to download, so fans can pay you quickly and get back to getting tipsy while watching you do what you do best. Sign up for free today at tipsymusic.com. That's T-I-P-S-E-E music.com at Tipsy Music on all socials. Long live live music. Um, and, yeah, I mean, those three stick out, but, I mean, I've been lucky, fortunate enough to meet so many people throughout the years. Yeah. Dirk, Dirk Bentley, I just played some shows with him, and so nice. Brought yeah. me on the bus, and we hung out for a while, and yeah. just talked life, and talk shop, which is awesome. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm always thankful to meet all those guys, but uh, thankfully I've got to meet a bunch, of, yeah. a bunch of the big ones, yeah. Now, when you're writing songs and you write something, do you ever have to, like, scratch something or change something because you're like, oh, this sounds like a, you know, this sounds like a... Eric Church song, or this sounds like yeah. A, I mean, every once in a while you'll you'll land on you know the same melody or the or the same phrase or something. Yeah. But I try to be really cognizant of that to like to you know to, to if we if I do feel like man that sounds like something right to to change it yeah because um, I mean there's only you know there's right, there's only, only so many notes and, and so every <laughs> right. once in a while without even trying at all you're gonna land on something pretty yeah. close. So yeah, just trying to make sure that that doesn't stay that way if yeah. you feel that way. Yeah. So. Now, what has been for you? What has been the biggest or the hardest thing about touring um i think for me it's i'm a person that i've learned that that works really well in like a kind of a, a routine and a schedule mm-hmm. and there's a happy medium where too much of that gets mundane yeah but man touring has almost none of that yeah and so just every day is so different just like hard for me to it's sometimes hard for me to get into like my own kind of routine in life um just because every day is just so scattered and different um and so for me that's kind of that's probably the the hard i mean travels doesn't bother me i even though i don't get a ton of sleep i'm okay yeah um but for for me it's just like the lack of kind of continuity from week to week day to day uh, which I would love a little bit of that, but <laughs> right. you know, it's it's just part of it, right? You know? So right. yeah, I can't imagine sleeping on a bus. It's actually pretty comfortable, is it? It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no kidding. Um, you know, because I'm sure the big guns at this point fly from city to city when they can. Yeah, right. Yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah. Um, but they still, you know, most of them have a bus at some point. Right. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, because where we are, we're in a, we're in a pretty sick. This is this is a sick van. Yeah, pretty cool van. It is. It it's really like a little is. mini tour bus, right? Because yeah. like you know, you see these every now and again, and it's like I yeah. would never have guessed what was in here. Right. And you know, yeah, it's tight, but yeah, it's tight, but it's. I mean, it's it's a little tour bus. Yeah, a little mini tour bus. It is. It yeah, is. It's got TV and all. And, right. Yeah. Right. Now, how is it traveling with you know and doing the stuff with your band? What you mean? Like 
you know, when it comes to writing songs or going on tour, you yeah, because you do, you still are at the point where you do a lot of solo stuff. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, is that a hard balance to try to figure out whether it's going to be a solo ratio or a no? Full normally, band show? normally, if you whatever the you'll get an offer in, yeah, and, and it'll yeah. kind of say it on there. But we, I mean, we've been lucky. We played a lot of shows this year as a band, Good. and I played a lot. You know, I'm going on the Craig Morgan tour coming up next weekend actually nice. and uh for four weeks and that's solo acoustic as well that's yeah. just kind of the offer we got for right. it um so i am doing some of that stuff but uh we we, we get to play a good bit together yeah, that's good so yeah we we've we played a lot of shows together yeah. the last couple of years so now the guys you have with you mm-hmm. do any of them play in other bands or are they stri- uh, here and there yeah yeah here and there but i think i think for the mo- i think all those guys i'm kind of their main right right guy. right so sure. i've had those the drummers have been with, me, been with me since I moved from from Georgia. Guitar player's been with me seven years, probably. Nice. And the bass player now, uh, let's see, two years. Right. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and so I've, I've kept those. It's it's really important to me to have a set band and also right. guys that, that are excited about what we're doing and all. And so all those guys, all yeah. those guys are. You know, I've... I've been fortunate to talk to some of the guys in the band you know through instagram and whatever and, mm-hmm. uh, you know you you have a great band you really do yeah those guys are awesome yeah They're really good at what they do and even better guys which yeah. is really important yeah, yeah absolutely because i mean you have to be with each other we're spending t- so, so much time right, with each other right yeah. They're, yeah. they're practically spouses yes <laughs> you know, i mean really yeah, yes seriously right, right yeah um you know i i i can't thank you enough for doing this you know i Dude, know thanks for having you know I'm glad we finally got to Me do it. Me too. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, I was telling you at the beginning where, you know, and I, I know I've hounded you about this for, like, months, and I apologize. Oh, no, was, you never hounded me. Was I, I was ready to do it when we could. Like, you know, when, when you get a, it's kind of like a shark in the water. When, like, you get an, right. I, you get a taste of something, and yeah. you're like, hey, so-and-so might be interested, and they are, and it's like timing and shit doesn't yeah. work out. It's like, I'm just going to keep, Absolutely. keep asking. Yeah, you know? 100%. Because, you know, and that's, you know, we've we've been able to interview some pretty cool people, and you know, a lot of it is just like, "Hey, would you want to do this?" And sure. Most of the time, I never, you know, I don't want to say never, but right. most of the time, it's a yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, and it's and That's I awesome. and I appreciate you for for doing 100%, it. Hundred percent, dude. You know, I we'll keep doing it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I know you're busy, and I I thank you so much. Um, well, thank you for having me. So I gotta ask, because we are the Boots and Whiskey Podcast, mm-hmm. and I know you've listened to every episode, so you know what's coming. Um, Boots and whiskey of choice. Luke Casey. Yeah. Jack Daniels. Yeah. Yep. Single barrel Jack, yeah. my favorite. Yeah. And like Luke Casey for, for stage boots. I mean, I, yeah. Um, that's strictly Luke Casey. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's funny. We I was laying in bed the other night and I was scrolling through and I got you know the boot ads come up and Luke Casey's came up and I was like I said to my wife I was like oh, can I, look at how nice these are. Right. And she's like how much are those boots? And I looked I was like never mind. They're, like, yeah. <laughs> never mind. they're like my one kind of. <laughs> They're my one kind of splurge thing yeah, yeah, that I yeah, get. Yeah. I just, I love them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, why Jack? What's that? Why Jack? I don't know. Okay. Um, just always liked it over yeah. most bourbons and stuff. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, we got into the whiskey thing, you know, shortly after, shortly before we started this show. And it was Jack Daniels. You know, my wife's a big Jack drinker. Uh, it makes her sound like an alcoholic. She's not. She just likes Jack. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I tried it, and I was like, nah, not a, f-, you know, yeah. I was like, eh. Yeah. You know, even when we went to Nashville, we went to Nashville for our honeymoon, and she's like, you're going to have Jack Daniels, saying we're going to be mm-hmm. in Nashville? I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll try it. And I was like, nope, not not for me. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, the taste buds must have changed, and, 
you know, between Jack and I'm a big Tennessee whiskey person. So like, you know, there's Nelson's Green Briar. Yeah. That's another big favorite. Yeah, of mine. I like that too. Um, you know, but the bur- bourbon bourbon itself, I've had a hard time getting into. Yeah. You know, it's harsh. For do me, you, do you like Jack? I do. Yeah, I do. And so Jack is technically, you know, so it's a Tennessee whiskey. It's not right, a, it's right. not a bourbon. Whiskey. Right. Well, so I mean, technically it is. Well, yeah. There's one more step. That whis- they take. Whiskey people, clo- you know, close right. your ears at this point. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, there's one more. There's they right. take the one more. The one more right. step. Um, and so it takes a little bit of that yeah. smoky burn away, yeah, which yeah. bourbon people are like, don't do that. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, I, me personally, I just like Jack yeah. a little more. Yeah, I do too. I love Jack a lot. Um, and like the single barrel stuff is yeah. great. You know, it's it's smooth. It's yeah, and it's one of those things where it's one of the few to me that I've noticed is consistently consistent. Yeah, you know, it really no matter, is. No matter what, you know, you it's pretty great. A, right, you know what exactly what it's going to taste yeah. like. Um, so Ray, thank you. Yeah, thank you, um, bud. Thanks so much, man. This is we'll great. keep doing it. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> hell you. T- I mean, you too. And yeah. any, anytime you want to come back, anytime you have time, I'll be back. We'll we'll, we'll have you. Absolutely. Awesome, man. Thanks so much. Thank you, bud. Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. Well, there you have it. Our conversation with Ray Fulcher, as always, you know, like I said at the top of the show, it was an absolute pleasure to speak with Ray. It was it was cool to see and hear some of the insights that we were able to get from Ray and his career and, you know, things that are that are coming up. Um, he's on the road with Craig Morgan coming up here soon. Um, so if he's in your area, go go check him out. Um, you don't want to miss Ray anytime he's in the area because one of these days he's going to he's going to be headlining big arenas and big places all by himself and I can't wait wait for that to happen because there's nobody in this industry more deserving of the success that he has had than he does honestly um, so a big thank you to Ray a big thank you to his team a big thank you to Off the Rails for for getting this to to happen so I appreciate everybody that was involved. Um, so with that being said, we announced last week that we are sponsoring a show with our friends Scarlet Drive. Um, Houston Bernard and Nick Casey are opening that show. Um, tickets are on sale now. Go get them. If you're local or not local, you know, please support us. That would greatly, greatly appreciate it. It's at the Brighton Music Hall, February 16th, 2023. It's going to be a hell of a night. Um, cannot wait for that. Um, and any, anytime, you know, somebody lets us sponsor a show, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to take it. Um, we also don't forget, we are, um, presenting award at the new England music awards. We announced that also last week. Um, so we're looking forward to that. If you're listening to this and you have some sort of, you know, Western wear and you want to send us something to, to wear or represent next in a couple weeks, you know, we'd be more than happy to wear it. Um, especially hats, boots, clothes, whatever. Um, our good friends over at Gone Country have, have, you know, given us a hat. So we appreciate that so much. Um, you know, but we're, we're here for, we're here to, uh, for your pleasure. So, um, anything you want to help out with, um, anything, anybody wants to help out with this show, it's greatly, greatly appreciated for sure. 
Um, we got some cool things coming up that we're going to be announcing soon. Um, we're on some fact-finding missions. I'm not going to lie to you. We're on some fact-finding missions for our next our next step here at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. I'm very excited to announce, hopefully soon, what we have in store and planning. Um, yeah, and that's that's really it. You know, we... But yeah, yeah. Check out our socials, Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter. Um, uh, God, what else? TikTok. All that fun stuff. You know, we really appreciate everybody's support. Um, and here we are. Season four is in full swing. Um, that's, you know, we've got some great guests coming up in the next few weeks. Um, we do have a big interview slated for November. We even may have... Actually, we may have two big interviews slated for November. I don't want to, you know, cross our fingers there, knock on wood, whatever. Um, hopefully those those stick and continue to go through. Um, but yeah, that's it. If you have any questions or anything, please reach out to us. And Or if, you know, you have anybody that you think we would fit this show, you know, please send them over. Um, we'd love to talk to anybody that's that's willing to sit down and chat with us. So... Thank you all so much again for another great week here at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. We will see you all next Monday or Tuesday, depending on when you're listening to this. And until then, keep the boots on the ground, whiskey in the glass, guys. Cheers.